You are now listening to the Fikemi Average Podcast, the home of quality content. Stay tuned. guys welcome back to Fikemi Adiruju podcast my name is Fikemi Adiruju and if you're a returning listener what's good what's popping what's going on if you're listening for the first time welcome so today's episode is going to be a continuation to the first one and today is all about the Lomans questions I call it Lomans as well not romance like Lomans <laughs> anyway so today's um episode is going to be me answering the questions you guys asked so if you haven't listened to the first one that's ask fikemi you should listen to the first parts which is the one before this one so yeah so you understand what we're doing so let's get into the questions and i'm really excited honestly so wait great deviation because i think we have time today so you know i'm just you know maximizing <laughs> the time this pain you know when you sleep on your shoulder that pain is terrible like i don't know how i don't know if it's a gym or not stretching enough but my shoulder needs help but anyways that's by the way please stretch if you go to the gym stretch don't be scared me stretch so the first question here says is age a factor in a relationship for you um age is age is really a number maturity is the big thing for me it depends on how mature the man is i expect a lot of maturity right um there are actually very young people that are really mature that have their lives together they know what they want they have dreams and all of that and there are old people who don't have focus so really it's not really about the age yeah it's not really about the age it's just that it's expected of the age but the truth is most times it's not really about the age um if you want to be serious you'll be serious so i won't say age is a factor in a relationship for me i'm more interested in maturity yeah and other things next question says what do you think about people in relationships that live together hmm um i don't have anything against it i just feel like the couple just needs to understand themselves like living together involves a lot um so the first thing i probably come to your mind is like if you're looking at it from the christian perspective and what our sunday school teachers say like don't um move in with him to avoid um stories that touch (laughs) um but yeah but looking at it from like a general point of view living together with someone that's that's a lot especially if i'm not married to the person because living together, you discover some things. You discover a lot of things. So are you really ready to um, go through all of that? And most people say that um, you need to live with the person so you know how the person is. Like if they put the toilet seat up or down, if they press the toothpaste from the middle or the end. All those things, to me, are really fickle. Like, there are other important things. Yes, those things actually scatter relationships, fact. But... It's all about understanding and compromise. Like, why do you feel like you have to test the waters first to know if you want to marry the person? So if they have, like, things they need to work on, you know, not marry the person. Like, do you get, like, we're all evolving and discovering ourselves. So I feel like living together, it just depends. But for me, hmm, no, I won't live together with my significant other. 
before we get married. I don't want to. And I'm not a fan of it. But the Christian, let me tell you the Christian perspective. Why it's on the school teachers say don't live together. They say don't live together because um, Kanji is a bastard. <laughs> and when your hormones are flying around and you're extremely horny and the person you're in love with is right beside you on the bed in the night, what happens? Like you can't just depend on yourself to have control. The Bible also says flee. <laughs> so you gotta, you know, give room for Jesus, like great space <laughs> for Jesus between you guys. So, um, yeah, that's one of, that's a very important reason as well. Cause just don't try to test yourself or say, okay, no, we're good. Like we have the best of country in the world. Me as I used to say, you need the Holy Spirit there. I need to be wise. So, I I don't know. It's just a that's my take. They ask me what do I think. So everyone else can have their own opinions, right? But this is what Fikemi Adriju thinks. Thanks and God's bless. <laughs> do you think marriage is for everyone? Hmm. Uh I think there's a part of the Bible um that Paul wrote where he was like, if you can't handle marriage, don't marry. Don't get married. Um, I think marriage is for people who want to get married. So if you want to, I'm sorry if you can hear kids screaming. I don't know why, but I'm really sorry. So if you, um, if you want to get married, then you should get married. But if you don't have interest in getting married and you're not interested in the whole thing about marriage, please don't get married. It's not by force. You know, don't do it because someone forced you to do it. Because at the end of the day, you're the one going to be in the marriage. Everyone else that had an opinion about the marriage will not be in the marriage with you. Do you get so? That's why I get so irritated when people are shouting yes, yes at a proposal. What do you mean yes? How do you know he's not beating her? Or she's not confused? What do you mean? What do you mean? Cut like the ring. Yeah, will you relax? Like if you are ever at a public... I've been at a proposal before. It was... I was so happy because... Like I was... Um, It was at the movies. And the guy just put... um, He did the whole proposal thing. They were eating. And everyone just said shouting, yes, oh my God, yes, congratulations, yeah. The babe had not collected the ring. Like, you guys should relax. Everybody should calm down. So, don't do that. Don't be that person. But yeah, marriage is not for everyone. It's for those interested in marriage, in my opinion. Are you planning on entering a relationship anytime soon? I am... I won't say I'm planning... Um, it would be interesting to be in a relationship, but I don't think it's the right time for me now because personally, but I don't think I'm at a place in my life where I will, I'm comfortable enough to be in a relationship. So there are certain things I would like to have done. I'm not talking about maybe have $50 million in my account. No, but like there are certain, hey, there are certain personal um accomplishments I would ha- like to have gotten to in terms of like my person and stuff before I get into a relationship with anybody's son to get like currently I don't think I'll enjoy a relationship right now at this stage of my life in my father's house I'm not saying I have to wait till I move out of my father's house but right now like I just finished school and everything it's not at the back of my mind right I just feel like this Fikemi shouldn't be in a relationship. But yeah, it depends. And also, maybe because I haven't really seen anything or been with anyone that has made me want to be in a relationship or encouraged the idea of a relationship. So yeah, 
that also might play a role. But no, I, I'm not planning <laughs> on entering a relationship. What's one thing that you took out? F- what's the one thing you took out? F- oh, what's the, hey, if you can me, what's the one thing you look out for <laughs> the most in your partner? Um, I would have said relationship with God, but that's not, um, I can't even consider you as a partner if you don't have a relationship with God. So I'll say, um, one thing, like I have a couple of things in mind, but I can only pick one. Do you get? So I would say composure, how you're, how you are outside, like how, um, how you command respect when you walk into a room, like the kind of aura you, <laughs> you give off, like the, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I hope you guys get what I'm trying to say, but that's really, you know, that's really important. But I think the one that's the most important is how you treat people and treat your family. Yeah. So the other one, like your composure is probably the second yeah so the next question says are you in a relationship no i'm not what's the first thing that draws your attention to a guy that makes you like him i mean like like him aha saying i like like god i used to say that so much in secondary school i kind of still say now like when i'm just my friends like no i i like him but i don't like like him (laughs) anyways what's the first thing that draws your attention to a guy the first thing that draws my attention, okay, I think then I will say composure, right? So one thing I look out for is how he treats his family and treats people, like his character, what your character is like, personality is like. But then what, um, first thing that draws my attention that when I see I'm just like, mm. probably his composure, how he acts, like how he commands respect in the room, or... Um, what he wears, if he's on trad, wow. <laughs> I really like many trad, like the outfit, corporate outfits, the way he dresses, very nice. Because the men in my life dress really, really well. Like, especially the men in my family, they have a thing for fashion. So I'm used to seeing men look really good. So yeah, that's think that's something that attracts me. His haircuts as well. His haircuts... What else? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's all right, generally. That's it. That's really... It's... That, but this question says, that will make you like him. I mean, like him, like him. It will have to be his personality. Like, for me to like you, like you, I have to speak to you. It's not possible for me to like you, like you, from a distance. That can happen with me. I might see you and admire... And thank God for a creation like you. But for me to like you, like you, I have to have spoken to you. And that has to do with personality. If you have a good personality, great. And you have good character, great. But in terms of just like when I see someone, I just appreciate God's, you know, appreciate um, the goodness of God in your life. So his smile, his composure, um, character, how he carries himself charisma all of that all of that i heard i've heard many christian couples say they did not kiss onto their wedding day personally i can't do that too what do you think (laughs) oh my god i actually have heard and i have seen a lot of them on instagram 
Um, there are some, I think there are some that don't kiss. There are some that don't hug. There are some that don't cuddle. And I'm just like, that's beautiful because that's you. I think chastity is what no kissing and stuff like that is for your wedding. But I think that depends on the couple. You, um, they probably know their limits and know things that could make them hot. So there's this Christian couple I follow, right? So they call it H-O-T whenever they're... Um, what would I describe it as? Because it's not just when they're horny. Whenever somebody is entering somebody's eye extremely too much, <laughs> if that makes sense, when it's just too intense, just like, okay, I'm hot. And it's the funniest thing. It's actually the funniest thing, but it is necessary. So you just have to know, especially as a Christian couple, you have to keep yourselves accountable for each other. You have to be accountable for each other, basically. So it depends on the couple. Some might not have an issue with kissing until their wedding day. Some might. Um, some might have an issue with hugging because just an ordinary hug can take you all to cloud nine. So you just have to know what works for both of you. But personally, there's no such thing as no cuddly call. Eh, me? No, I'm a big, big hugger. So there's no way. Only if I go for beat. Only if God should come and tell me that, no, you cannot hug this man to get married. And I'm praying that that's not the case because that, uh, no, 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 no. But yeah, that's basically chastity. And personally, it depends on them. I don't see that an issue, but it depends on the couple, right? And yeah, that's all I'll say. It depends on the couple. But for me, if you came here, you only God does. <laughs> I promise rings necessary when there's a possibility you might not end up with the person. If there's a possibility you might not end up with someone, why promise them? Like, I believe promise rings. Okay, maybe it depends on what you're promising the person. But I believe promise rings maybe stand for um I'll always love you or I'll, I promise to be with you or I promise this will last forever or something. But if there's a possibility you might not end up with the person, there's no need for a promise ring. Because why are you promising? In Sacramento, I used to say this thing or when I was younger, a promise is a debt and a debt is a vow and a vow is a swear. So if you swear, can you call, can you call, can you call, then you have to swear before God. Can you call? It was just a very long, crazy... um phrase or would i call it a song so if you make a promise that's important and it's not nice to break promises so don't promise what you can't do and if you know at the back of your mind that's not going to you're not going to end up with the person don't promise anybody Ah, keep your ring please we don't need it (laughs) also let's say you and the person break up are you returning the ring or selling it god forbid we end up in this situation but me i'll sell you i will sell it but it depends if the if my significant other or the other person wants it back, I'll give it to him. So I ask, do you want the ring back? If he says no, I'll sell it. I'm not keeping it. Why keep bad memories? Like, no. So if we end up getting together, because I get this right, you might not want to sell it because what if you end up getting back together and all of that? If we get back together, we get a new one if need be. We're not keeping old memories. There's no reason for it. Because what does it signify that you promised me Cool. she share it not work out so why are we still keeping it like do you get what i mean so we'll get a new one if the need be i will definitely sell it <laughs> relationship status ma'am i am single um the next question says i'm a single hormonal sister in the lord <laughs> what do i do is the sister in the lord for me <laughs> what do you do hmm you pray <laughs> you pray you have to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help you because hormones are very strong, but they don't have power over us. So 
you just have to ask God to help you and take it one step at a time. Uh, also, like, it's very normal. Like, whatever your hormones are doing or making you feel like, it's very normal. You're human. And Jesus knew these things would be tough. So he sends the Holy Spirit to help and guide us. So use that advantage that you have, which is the Holy Spirit. So just casually ask him, like, oh, Mom, this is how I feel. Like, <laughs> God, I beg. This is how I feel. And I need your help to, I need your help for strength. This is getting tough or this is difficult. And trust me, it'll help you. The same energy you used to pray for financial stability and for breakthrough in your accounts and for your account balance to change. Use that to pray <laughs> when you have, when your hormones are um, playing games with you. So the next question says, God of mercy. This has to be from my friend. This is from my friend. It says, do you still talk to your men from eTransact? So if you don't know, I did my six-month internship last year at eTransact. It's a fintech company. And there were a couple of, um, a few guys that were moving to me. But it was, yeah, that. So this friend of mine is asking if I still talk to my men. He's saying that my men from eTransact. Um, no, we don't talk. In terms of like, relationship now but they're very amazing men i met there like cool guys that um we check up on each other once in a while and have conversations about different things but just very chilled like on a friendship acquaintance level so that's great shout out to dara voe i don't talk to um some other people there not because of anything but we just don't talk because there's nobody need to talk so yeah those are like two people that really um reach out for guys yeah i shout out to favor if she's listening to this that's my sweet baby girl then mr anselm who was my supervisor those are the only people i talk to there yeah how many men are you talking to right now and how many men are talking to you <laughs> how many men am i talking to right now according to my you know i'm only talking to one man yeah how many men are talking to you that one i don't know that question has got <laughs> that question has got you can't ask me. Um, because there are quite a number of people talking to me. But in terms of like relationship, hmm, I let me be honest, if I try accounts, hmm, uh that have made it clear, maybe like five that are talking to me. I'm not talking to them, but they are talking to me. Yeah, five. Name the best man you've been with. Ah, <laughs> name the best man you've been with. Relationship or talking stage. Um, I've only been with one person. I've only been in one relationship, and so yeah, automatically is the best man. And say why in each case. Amazing. Why is he the best? Um, apart from the fact that he's the only person. Um, he was a really very sweet, amazing, supportive, um, great guy. Um, we had a very lovely relationship. Yeah, things didn't work out clearly. And I feel like I was young then. It was just like a learning curve for me. Like, it taught me a lot and opened my eyes. I was like, oh, so this is a... Eh, wow, so this is it, really. So, yeah, and that ended in 2020, March. Um, Yeah, I started, I think it was 2019. So, yeah, it ended in 2020, March. So, that's the name of... Oh, name away. <laughs> yeah, that's Toba. Yeah, that's Toba. I'm sure my friends are listening, <laughs> listening to this and they're like, hey, hey, we knew. Yeah. 
um name the worst man you've been with relationship or talking stage what was your intention of this question i don't understand name hmm. so i've only been with one person so like i can't there's no worst do you get he you get he has to be the best at worst <laughs> but talking stage worst man i've been with in a talking stage blood of god is a setup i read really i escaped these questions without having to you know do anything crazy but let me see can i name anyone have i been in any i don't think i've been in any terrible talking series but the least out of them hmm i can't remember like the person is pretty much insignificant to me so i've lost memory of their name that's the honest truth and the people that i have at the back of my mind now are actually really good people so i cannot name them thank you the last question says what's next and this question is coming from place of um the question most of us that are done in school now are getting asked the most like talk to your aunt oh my god how are you done wow so what's next and at first it used to be such a trigger question for me because i'm like me or more like I, I don't know but now it's like i can say something um and that is i'm waiting for god's direction and they're like hmm i'm like yeah that's it that's what's that's what's happening so i'm just waiting for god's direction and the directions are coming so you see it over time you see god's plans over time you see what's next over time let's go on this journey together just be patient that's all i'll say just be patient and there's something i wanted to say so in the last um thing i recorded the question about final year um, sorry, after school depression. One thing I forgot to mention is that you need to um, calm yourself down and avoid getting pressured by people. Um, also put at the back of your mind that this is an age where you get to try things. Um, they have gotten their own time to try out different things, make their mistakes and build the, build on the lessons they learned from them. This is your time. I'm not saying you should make mistakes and just be doing anyhow. But understand that it is okay if you take your time. Voice out your opinions. Like, and also try to have an idea of what you want to do. Not have it all figured out, but just like, okay, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in that. Because parents would definitely ask and be like, what do you want to do? And you tell them nothing. There's no parent that wants to hear you say nothing. As children as my dad is and all. He doesn't want to hear you say nothing. Like, what do you mean nothing? Even if you want to go and start... Um, I don't know, learn how to cut hair, you learn how to be a barber. Just don't tell me nothing. She gets have an idea of what you want to do with your life. It also helps. And then apart from that, just take things easy. Breathe. Don't put yourself under unnecessary stress. Nobody's stressing you. You are the only person that can stress yourself. So don't let things get to you that much. Just breathe, relax. And yeah, and if you're listening and you have any advice for anyone going through um after school depression please text me so i can post it so if you want to know more about that or need tips i'm going to put it on my social media page that's at the fikemi adiruji podcast on twitter is fa podcast with two t's at the end so yeah feel free to text me any sweet words you have for whoever asked this question i'll put it out and yeah that's the end of the q a thank you to everyone that sent in questions i enjoyed answering the questions and i hope you enjoyed listening to me answer these questions you can also share your thoughts and opinions about anything i said or the scenarios that were given it's fine but remember 
every opinion that was given is my opinion they did not ask you they asked who fikemi thank you bye guys and i'll see you in my next episode